for almost the balance of the time, we'll sing one more time here tonight. We are going to take a little time here to chat with you. And this is also a praise for the Lord's leading uh, toward a new position here at Sailorville Church of a teaching pastor. And so for that, I invite up to the platform Brad Posley. You already know him, but make him feel welcome as he comes up here to join me. They never clap for me, Brad. I just want you to know. You told them to. <laughs> I did tell them to. Uh, uh, so just as we get going here tonight, and this is, this, we don't plan on taking a, a great deal of time here, just sort of an introduction here. And this is not an official meeting. This is a little chat with you, and we'll give you an opportunity to respond. If you want to text a question in tonight, you can do that. Uh, we may not get to all of them, but we'll get to, uh, we'll try to, in the back, we'll try to, figure out which ones are the best ones to respond to, and we'll do the best uh, we can. And if we have to respond later on, we'll do that as well. So uh, I want to just uh, pa- uh, share a passage of scripture from 1 Timothy chapter 4, just the reading of it, where it, it's speaking of the ministry where Paul says to Timothy, do not neglect the gift you have, which was given to you by prophecy when the council of elders laid their hands on you. Practice these things, devote yourself to them, then this, so that all may see your progress and keep a close watch on yourself in the teaching. Persist in this, and so by do, doing so, you'll save both yourself and your hearers. But so that we're, we're, we're trying to progress. The Scripture preach the Word, be prepared in season and out of season, the Scripture tells us. Reprove, rebuke, exhort with all long-suffering and doctrine. But... The point that uh, I want to make to you is that we have seen over the last nine years with our own uh, Pastor Brad here, our student ministries pastor, great progress. And uh, especially as a communicator, I know that you agree with that, most of you. And, uh, and as Sailorville Church has grown uh, through people coming to Christ, getting baptized, the church has grown. We've gone to three services. We, our average attendance is somewhere between 12 and 1,300 now. Uh, this is a lot of individuals. We've added pastoral staff, additional directors, and additional services. And all of this has created a, a need for greater margin in my own life as the lead guy here uh, so that I can better lead uh, the church of God at Sailorville and cast its vision And all of this has led us to create a new position, which we're simply calling a teaching uh, pastor. It's not a a new concept, it's just a new position here at Sailorville Church. And uh, so Brad here uh, has already proven himself to be able to connect with young, uh, uh, the younger generation and the generations that are coming up. Uh, the Pike, uh, being a, a millennial yourself, are right on that edge there, so to speak. And uh, not that he's edgy, but anyway, uh, uh, his ability to uh, adapt and to uh, address culture, cultural issues and movements within the culture and its desires uh, he brings, and you know this you, uh, because you've seen this progress, he brings a love for theology and contemporary theology and uh, current thoughts and trends within uh, the movements. He, he's, he's clearly gifted in the area of teaching and preaching. 
And so I say that all to you because all the pastors and the deacons and the directors, everyone here on staff here at Sailorville, along the deacons, are unanimously, that is, in favor of bringing Brad into a new position in 2018, namely the teaching pastor position. And so the teaching pastor, would he already qualifies at, you know, with the, with the by the way, the qualifications of an elder are listed in 1 Timothy 3, and you can look those up for yourself, the first seven verses. Uh, but just let me just, we got a few things I think we can put up on the screen here uh, for some character and qualification. Teaching pastor will endorse and support the doctrine, philosophy, vision of Sailorville Church. He must be a spiritual man possessing a true love for God, his word resulting in a clear walk with God. He must be a member in good standing. These are just, these are givens. A tender of the church services as well as financially supporting the work of the church's mission. Proven in the area of his biblical knowledge, he must possess the God-given gift of teaching. He must be a highly effective communicator with a strong ability to relate to the next generation and creatively present biblical truths in large and small group environments. He should be a highly relational, genuine, and collaborative leader working alongside the lay and staff leaders of the church. Uh, and this is just to let you know what uh, Brad would be doing. Uh, he, he will maintain a minimum of 40 working hours, either in this office, church, or some other venue, doing the same. Report to myself and the administrative pastor, that would be Pastor Abe. He will participate actively on the senior leadership team. He already does that, by the way, the senior leadership team. Uh, he's on that already, so you know, doing some of the internal stuff that we work together on. He'll play a key role on that creative team. And these are some of the things that we would expect of him in the days to come. Preaching 12 to 16 times a year on Sunday morning. Worship services, teaching 7 to 10 times a year. That's roughly half the year. He would be teaching in one form or another morning or night. With other areas of adult education environments, participating as an influential member of the creative team, collectively responsible for ensuring the worship experience is focused, clear, and compelling for regular attenders and unchurched guests alike. Uh, he'll be assisting in other pastoral team roles, such as leading a cell group, providing one-on-one. All of our pastoral team are leading cell groups, providing one-on-one -on -one spiritual counseling and evangelism, officiating you know, funerals, weddings, what pastors do, assigned and making hospital home and visits as required, and performing other duties as assigned by the lead pastor. I think that's it, isn't it? Oh, there is, there's more. Sorry, we just wrote that here about five minutes ago. I'm kidding, that's not true. Uh, so this is just some of the other things we're going to be, you know, this is going to be, some of you will be wondering what he's going to be doing with his time. You're looking at it. He's going to be involved, still involved there. youth group. There's a transition that's going to be taking place. Uh, preaching in the Engage Network, which he has been called upon to do already, and all of us have done that to one degree or another, writing curriculum, training material, theological articles, uh, creating short video uh, teaching clips, highlighting doctrine and application. A lot of the times, and we just, like for instance, uh, this morning's message, uh, dealing with Gen uh, Genesis 19 and what was going on there and the sin, the root sin and all of this, and then dealing with the whole homosexual issue and whatnot and the LGBTQ, all this stuff, this stuff requires uh, us to be able to relate even better to you. We think Brad, with his ability to do with, uh, his his current and contemporary theological uh, desires will be able to help us in these areas as well. 
uh, and assisting in membership and baptism process. Again, he does these things already. So uh, this is just a quick little, uh, little you know, uh, buzz by of what this position uh, will look like. And as I mentioned, all the pastors and deacons are unanimous in this going forth. This isn't a voting night, but letting you know because we'll be voting on this when it comes to our budget here in a couple of weeks in December. So it kind of lets you know up front. So um, I'm just going to turn it over to you just briefly, Brad. Why don't you just kind of cast your own thinking on this? And uh, if we have any questions, we'll, we'll, we'll fire those away at you. How's that? Excellent. Yes, um, I'm just thrilled about the opportunity uh, for this position for me. I love to teach the Word of God. <clears throat> I love to teach the Word of God. And uh, I love this church so very much. And I just have a, a passion and desire to, to preach. There's a fire in my bones to preach God's Word and to be a blessing and a gift to this church in that way. How God has already given me um, the ability to do that, but to do that on a greater scale is an amazing opportunity. And just to be on this staff and to be doing what I've been doing the last nine years or so, and uh, just this opportunity now to get better at communicating, get better at teaching, and also get better at some of the pastoral gifts that I'm lacking and just really hone in on um, many of these things that were mentioned, funerals, uh, part of the vision casting here at the church. Um, but I really just desire, as we say around here, to get better at what we do best. Uh, as that's been affirmed in my own life, my gifting from many people that God has given me and wired me with the ability to teach, uh, I want to continue to do that, but grow in it and get better and serve this church in an even greater way uh, in the teaching capacity and also grow in the areas, as Pastor read, that I want to keep progressing in pastoral ministry. And I think youth ministry has been an excellent way to do that over the last nine years. And I want to continue to progress in the other areas as well. And so this is just a a great opportunity for me to be able to step into this role potentially and uh, continue to serve the church that I love, that my family loves uh, in this capacity. So, mm. uh, somebody, You're already texting in. Somebody just asked a question that sounds like he's doing everything. What's Pat going to do? I don't know. That was a snarky <laughs> remark. That's a great that question. That person wasn't listening to anything I said earlier. So, uh, Did you see that job description? <laughs> Uh, but it is true, we want to give him a chance to be able to taste a little bit of everything, of course. And of course, preaching roughly, uh, you know, roughly a quarter of the time. And uh, so we're giving him opportunity to expand his ability. It gives me margin to cast vision, not just for Sailorville Church, but the Greater Engage Network as well. I have uh, the, uh, the pastoral team would tell you, I, and I, I operate on zero margin, and I have for years. And it just, it's, it's, it's difficult sometimes to do that when, with, with such a fast pace and growing ministry. So Brad is going to help just take some of that load off of me for sure while expanding his own ministry as well. Someone also asked what the SLT, the, the senior leadership team is. That's, that consists of, of Brad is on there, myself, Pastor Jason is on there, Pastor Abe is on there. And we meet... Uh, we always meet uh, separate from the greater pastoral team uh, to deal with a lot of the issues that would just get bogged down on if we had the greater team together. So it deal, we deal with things, is, and, and Brad's more on the creative side of that. Brad's very creative and helps us to be able to enhance our ministry. So um, 
another question is, what is contemporary theology? Why don't you answer this one, Brad? What is contemporary theology? Pastor mentioned this twice as one of Brad's skills. We just, what is that? Yeah, I think it's just the issues that arise today. Uh, you mentioned it in your message last week on Sunday about uh, open theism. What is that? It's something that's relatively new, the concept that, that God uh, isn't aware of the future. Mm-hmm. And uh, so just issues like that, I think what you talked about in theology of homosexuality isn't anything new, but it is, has a greater influence in our society today. So what, how do we see through the grid of scripture the cultural trends of our day and what's important to our generation and its values, and how do we look at that then through the lens of, of what God says in his word, yeah. I think would be... Yeah. Well, in fact, just on that same vein, yeah. uh, Pastor Jason, you had sent Pastor Jason an article from a, from a, a, a theologian yeah, yeah, on, 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 the, on the subject, and Pastor Jason forwarded that to all the cell group leaders. So you are all benefiting already from Brad's abilities in those uh, particular areas. Uh, here's another question. Is there any idea of who the new coming youth pastor might be? Uh, as a parent, timeline, and then timeline and all that. that that's, those are really actually great uh, questions. We kind of figured that would, we don't know yet. No, we are actively searching already. Uh, and so uh, we, our hope is, uh, first of all, Brad, just to give you the timeline, Brad would begin to transition out in January. Still actively involved uh, with uh, our youth ministry. And we aren't going to have a hole. We don't, we're not creating any hole because Tyler Betts, who has been our intern for the last three years, has already promised to step up to the plate and become our full-time temporary guy. Uh, so you can clap on that. That would be a good thing. Uh, Tyler has already won the hearts and affections of yes. our both parents and students alike, has he not? Yes, Did you make yeah. a comment on that? Yeah, Tyler... He's been my, my guy for the last couple of years and uh, has just made the youth ministry so much better. And in, in regards to looking for the new guy, we're looking for someone that's doing, that could do better than I did. We're looking for a top-notch guy that could come in here and, and take our ministry to the next level. So I'm really excited about where our ministry is at currently and where it needs to go further, just who that new guy or guys would be in that position. Yeah. So. so we're grateful that we have a cushion here with Tyler who's already, there's, that we're looking at as something as, Lord willing, as seamless as it can possibly be, but we need your prayers. You need to be praying with us that God will lead us to get the right man in that position. Tyler, just in full disclosure, Tyler is called of God to be a missionary to France. You can clap again if you want to. <laughs> but... Uh, uh, and so, you know, Tyler and Kat, are, they're aspiring toward that, but they're going to give themselves to the youth ministry as they have, and, and as they'll take it as far as the fall. Hopefully, it don't have to go that long, but, but they'll, they'll give, it, they'll give us, uh, themselves to the ministry uh, till at least up until then. Hopefully, we will by then, and even our desire is by uh, late spring even, to have a man in play there, uh, if God would, uh, would have it. So there's part of the transition. Some of it we're going to be trying to figure out, figure out as we go. And of course, this will also uh, mean that we'll have to uh, take care of Tyler because he'd be moving into a full-time position rather than an internship. So uh, let's see here. Uh, okay. Um, what is, uh, okay, we got that. So Tyler, we, we, Tyler's going to be leading the youth program. That was the question. So there's lots of wins here. Um, uh, people are, are just asking about 
what, what are the advantages? We've kind of mentioned one of the, 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 there's a win for me. It gives me margin, Brad coming on as a teaching pastor, to, to be able to cast the vision for our church. Uh, and part of that is rarely, I mean, it's, it's a rarity that, I, that I'm here for a whole week and not preaching. If I'm, if I'm, you know, if I'm gone somewhere else, I'm often preaching somewhere else, which isn't that often, but when I do, I'm preaching somewhere else. The, I, the goal is to, that I would actually be here a number of times a year where I'm not actually preaching on the weekend, but Brad is. And it gives me an opportunity to give my, all of my energies toward some of these areas I've just not been able to give my energies toward. So we see that as a big win. We see it as a win for Brad because Brad is progressing. And we see it as a win for you because you're going to be able to, we're going to have this young man addressing not just the Bible expositionally as we preach it here, but with that contemporary mindset as well with the, and be able to reach the younger generation. That's a huge, huge win as well. And so I can't remember the fourth win. There's another win in here. I uh, but it'll come to me, maybe, perhaps. But there's just lots of wins here. And there's more questions coming. Uh, Pastor, we see here and hear and acknowledge God's working and leading Pastor Brad. Is God leading you in, a way, in any way you would be willing to share with us? Um, that's a good question. I hadn't really thought about that one. Um, just, um, I have a... Uh, a great, great love for this church. And the idea of having a little margin in my life to be able to see things that perhaps I haven't seen is very exciting to me. And uh, otherwise, I, you know, God's given me plenty of energy and, and uh, you know, the, you know to, as far as casting vision, I'll, I'll be very candid with you. I'm, I'm desirous to plant, to see us plant a fifth church. And that would be one of the wins for me to be able to give more energy toward what that would look like. And so you can be praying for me on that as well. Mm-hmm. Um, someone's asking if you're going to do a singles group too. Would you throw that? That's, another, that's probably the same snarky person that sent the other question. Would you please run our singles ministry while you're at there, Brett? Uh, <laughs> Add okay. it to the list. Okay, a more serious question is Tyler Bet said. I think that probably was a serious question, but you want to go ahead and answer it then. Go ahead, it's all yours. I think that probably we do care about our singles ministry greatly, but I don't think you are dealing with singles right now, are you not? Yeah, I am, (laughs) but I don't think that that's something that'll be in my my description as to what I'm doing. So, yeah. Uh, If Tyler Betts is being brought on as a temporary full time youth pastor in 2018, how will uh, this be reflected in how uh, the church compensates. Absolutely, it will be reflected. Uh, he'll be paid like a full-time youth director. He's not going to be called a pastor. In fact, uh, we're looking at youth. We're looking at uh, directorships. Uh, men are going to have to earn the stripe of being a pastor. And uh, so, um, but yes, the, the short answer is that'll be reflected in the budget as well. Uh, there, there's another one. Oh. No more. Okay. So, and we're right, we're right at where we're going to be cutting it off here tonight. So, um, uh, I just want all of you to know that I am, we are, collectively, the pastors and the deacons are very excited about this transition. Now, we're not going to, we don't have any illusions to the fact that there will be, you know, bumps in the road. We're trying to get this thing figured out. Because, you know, we're going to be working together like we've never worked together before. We're going to be working. I'm excited about working through the passages with Brad. 
We do that a little bit, but we're going to do that a lot. I'll be able to give him my insights and vice versa. So that, that's a win-win there too. So yeah. you get to win on that. So we get both, we, we put both of our hearts and minds together on over the passage of Scripture. I hope that'll be a big, big win for the church family as well. I'm excited about that. Um, and uh, another question came in, by the way. Will Brad still uh, do a majority of Wednesday night teaching uh, in the winter of two, uh, 2018? Uh, well, I, I, we don't have all the answers to that right now. So uh, uh, Brett, there is a transition, but the yeah. idea is transition. He'll be transitioning out of the, of the youth ministry, still helping, still dropping in, still parachuting yeah. in. I think the question was, still teach from time to time? You yeah. bet. Yeah. Yeah. I'll still be teaching from time to time in the high school ministry and beyond this spring, I think, as teaching pastor, being involved in all the teaching areas that I can and have the ability to do so. And I still have passion and love for high school students and middle school students, so I hope to do that. But I don't want to step any, on any toes of whoever the new guy is. I want to help him transition really well. So my desire would be to, yes, still be able to, to help out in that way as much as I can in the transition, knowing that I do need to pull back uh, during this time in January. So. One more question for yeah. you. I'm going to give it to you. Is, uh, and it might be embedded into our minds as well. We've used the word transition a lot, but this yeah. whole year has been a transition for you. Yeah. Uh, so how has that transition gone, uh, generally speaking, and how, uh, you know, what has all that meant? What have you, how have you grown through this last year, just generally speaking? Uh, yeah, so this last year... This isn't something that we came up with last month as far as this teaching position or even in the last six months. This has been a long uh, process of what this was going to look like and how it was going to be in my life. And there were a lot of pruning moments for me that God used to, to sharpen me, to be beat down at times on who, where my gifting is at and what I'm uh, supposed to be doing and so this, this whole year has been just a, a rejoicing to see that God has opened this up because although I do have a love for youth ministry, God has been prodding me towards something else. And just what that is with the pastoral staff has been really uh, good for me as this is what it's not. This is what it is. And just going through that and evaluating where do I need to grow and what do I need to do to grow has been a long uh, process for me. So that's been, been a long time. Uh, and to be transparent, we, we were talking about if I was the next church planner, that was part of it. And uh, that whole process came down, it came to that, no, that's not you. And so this has been interesting just to see how God has worked all these things out and uh, how he's made this possible for me to transition into this mm-hmm. role. It's been a tough year for me, for my family, as we just go through all this, but uh, we're excited to where God has brought us um, in this whole stage. So, And I asked that question because I was hoping he'd give an answer such as the truth that you just shared, but I also kind of want... I wasn't sure what you wanted exactly, so well, I was... <laughs> I, 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 I guess I read what I... And you, I thank you for answering the yeah. question as you did. Well, since I shared it, let me... Yeah, so this has been... This year has been... Wow. I mean, so many meetings where I wasn't attacked, but I was, I was 
by the pastors and men who love me, seeing in my life weaknesses, areas that I needed to grow, seeing my strengths and seeing what wasn't my strengths and helping me see those things in my life and saying, Brad, you need to grow in these areas. And that's what I'm excited about is that I'm not going to be doing as much planning of events and things like that that I was in youth ministry, but really to develop in the area, area of shepherding people and really teaching, but also pastoring. And this is an opportunity for me to get better in these areas. And uh, I'm just excited. And it's been a hard year. And, uh, but I know that you value me and you love me and the many other men have spoken in my life. And uh, so this has been good for me. And I'm excited where God has brought yeah. this whole process. So. so that gives you a little insight. Um, I wish all of you could have been uh, you know, flies on the wall at times, and other times I would never have wanted you in those meetings. Uh, and I just, I'm just being honest with you. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had some brutal times, mm-hmm. but they were good, and they were forging mm-hmm. times. And we watched God put that spiritual rebar into Brad's life through this time. And there were a lot of tears, and I was one of the guys who teared up on a number of occasions, because I do love this man. Mm-hmm. And so it's been really, really good for us. And I think it's good for you to hear just a little tidbit of that as well. So, Brad, thanks for answering honestly, openly. Thank you for uh, firing those questions out. And uh, uh, let's have a, a word of prayer, and then we'll, we'll sing a song and, and get out of here. How's that? Father, thank you so very, very much for this time that we could uh, offer up our praise to you tonight. Mention lots of thanks. Um, and take up an offering for this church that we love on the south side that you've allowed us to to plant. And thank you for Brad Posley. Thank you for bringing him here nine years ago. Thank you for forging him in the fires of ministry and and giving him guys around him, including myself, who truly love him and speak uh, the truth in love. And iron does sharpen iron. He has sharpened us as we have sharpened him. And um, thank you for the sparks, Lord, and thank you for the tears that put those sparks out. Thank you for the love of the brethren and the unity of the saints. Thank you for your church at Sailorville. Bless this man as he transitions, and bless us as we go from here. In Jesus' name, amen.